Grace and peace, everybody, and welcome to the Pastor Cast. We are in the middle of a three-part podcast for this week that is addressing a big question. And this big question is part of a sermon series that we're preaching at Shepherd of the Hills Presbyterian Church right now throughout the month of May. And that big question is, does the church still matter? And we're going to be struggling with that question, wrestling with it, and providing some answers because I'm going to assume that if you're listening to this, you probably believe that the church still matters, that there's something about it that matters to you. But we need to understand why that's the case. What is it about the church that still matters to us? Sometimes before we can do that, we have to start at the beginning. And so these past couple of weeks, that's what we've been doing. And this particular Sunday, we were addressing an issue that lots of people outside the church have with people in the church. They seem to think that God doesn't really matter to Christians, that Christians seem to be enamored and energized and excited about everything else, but their relationship with God. And so this is an issue that we would like to overcome, that we'd like to find a way forward to figure out how we can demonstrate as a family of faith that God matters to us and that our faith community matters as well. And so this particular sermon was all about gathering. It was all about what happens to us when we come together. And now more than ever, we need together uh, with all the things that are going on in our world. So I hope that you enjoy this second part of this three-part podcast for this week. We is greater than me, and this sermon that uh, we've been uh, working on is part of our six-minute sermon series, videos, and these podcasts. So I hope you enjoy. Because you and I, when we gather together, we can live into a promise that was made to us by Jesus. A promise where Jesus said, whenever two or more are gathered together in my name, that I am there. Now we say this stuff, we proclaim it, we quote the verses, but do we really believe it? What if it's true? What if right now, in all the places that we're gathered, that Jesus is present, the spirit of the risen Christ is among us. Now, I would say that the spirit of the risen Christ is always among us, but when we are gathered together, something amazing happens. We are able to see more clearly where Christ is present in the midst of us. We can see it. We can feel it. We can feel that presence, and we can know that at that moment when we gather together, that we are part of a world-changing, status quo-busting, bring some revival kind of holy work. Can I get a witness from the congregation? I, I can probably feel a little bit. I'm starting to preach now, y'all. I'm going to get my hanky out in a second. <laughs> and it's not about style. It is not about style. That's the mistake that so many of us make. It's about a mindset. It's about substance. It's about how you enter into it. Because let me tell you something. I have been to worship services that were very high church, that were very formal, and I felt the energy. I felt the presence. I could feel it. I was in the midst of it. I was engaged. And that's because everybody else was. The leaders were. They weren't just going through the motions. They believed that something was happening in the midst of it. But we get so hung up on style. We don't like the music that they play at our church or whether the pastor's wearing a robe or did we stand up and sit down enough times. There was a woman in a church that I served many years ago that would take her bulletin and every spot where somebody clapped, she would mark it and then she would send it in with a complaint letter every week. 
was that it's not about the style, right? We can get hung up on that. And what I said was, I've been in church services where there were bells and whistles, lights, camera action, smoke mirrors, all the rest of it. And if Jesus had been there, he would have been asleep on the back pew. You know, because there was, there was, there wasn't something there, right? They weren't feeling it. But you and I, when we gather together, something amazing happens. And right now, in our culture, with all of the things that we are facing, all the challenges that we have had to endure together over these past 17 months, we need this. We need this. We need to gather. We need together. And that's what I want us to hold on to as we move into the rest of this service. And as we come back in just a bit for the second part of the sermon, I want you to hold on to this big idea. Now more than ever, we need together. So we're going to continue. We're going to pick up right where we left off. And where we left off was we were saying that now more than ever, we need together. And we're going to jump into a passage of scripture from Hebrews chapter 10. It's just a couple of verses from 24 and 25, but they're super powerful, right? And so here's what the writer of Hebrews had to say to the early church. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Now there's some interesting stuff embedded into those two short verses. The author of Hebrews, which many scholars believe very well could have been a woman could have been a female leader in the church speaking some truth, some straight up truth right into those early fellowships and those early gatherings of believers. And so when I read that passage of scripture and I hear the author, the writer of Hebrews basically saying, uh, seriously, y'all, you're not coming together to worship. <laughs> you're not gathering. It's comforting to see that churches 2,000 years ago were struggling with the same stuff. You know, they were having to face the same issues. Now, there were all kinds of reasons for why some of these folks had decided they didn't need to gather anymore. Some of them were saying basically like, well, Jesus is going to come back any moment. You know, they believed that Jesus was going to return like tomorrow and uh, was going to bring some judgment to kick some butt and take some names and then everything would be set to right. They believed that that was going to happen like tomorrow. And so they were like, what's the point? Why bother gathering if Jesus is just going to return? You know, and so over time they began to realize, even the Apostle Paul began to realize that this idea of Jesus returning in the way that they thought that Jesus was going to return was something that they needed to wrestle with because what the Apostle Paul came to understand and many Christians as well in the subsequent centuries to follow was that Jesus was always arriving. Jesus was always showing up. Jesus was always returning every single time that the kingdom of God was made known and present in the world. 
when the shalom of God permeated the world around the people that were bringing the shalom of God, embodying the kingdom of God, and guess who those people were? They were those early believers, right? They're you and me and all those who claim to follow Christ, that when we gather together, something amazing happens. But back then, they were struggling with the same stuff. They were struggling because they believed it was the end times. There was fear that drove them to not gather together. There were divisions within their communities of faith, between Jews and Gentiles, between slave and free, between men and women, between people of different races and genders and all the rest of it, right? So all of these things were happening in the early church. The Apostle Paul spoke into those things as well, saying there is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, we are all one. And the writer of Hebrews is calling upon them to understand that, that there's something that happens when they gather together. Well, thanks for joining us once again for our latest edition of the Pastor Cast. We're going to be concluding this little three-part series in our next episode as we do some practical application uh, to the passage of Scripture that we were just talking about from Hebrews. And we learn how to be a better we when we are gathered together because now more than ever, we need together. Thank you for joining us. I hope that uh, you do enjoy these podcasts. I know we haven't done that many of them lately, but we're going to start renewing them and uh, publishing them on a more uh, (laughs) consistent basis. At least that's the hope. But thanks for joining us and for listening. And uh, make sure that you stay tuned to all the things that are going on in the life of the community of faith that I'm leading, Shepherd of the Hills Presbyterian Church, and then all the work that I'm doing as well, uh, which you can find on my Facebook page at Pastor Leon Bloater, and then also at my website at leonbloater.com. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great week.